as we enter a new year and can we still at the stage uh, wish you uh, a happy and prosperous new year as we resume our business lunchtime talks. We have an interest in you and your business so we're running these weekly lunchtime talks for your benefit and to see how together we can put the Bible back into business. My name is Trevor Boyd and I'm the minister here in First Rothfriend Presbyterian Church and you can find out more about us on our YouTube channel by clicking down on the YouTube button and that will help to keep you uh, subscribed and informed uh, as we release our new videos week by week. Today as we start back into the new year we're starting back into the life of this young man Daniel and we're following his progress and today we're thinking about the plot against Daniel. So to set that scene we're going to turn to the book of Daniel and we're going to read from chapter 6 uh, and there are nine verses here that come together that set the scene for us today. So it's Daniel chapter 6 verses 1 to 9. It pleased Darius to set over the kingdom 120 satraps to be over the whole kingdom and over these three governors of whom Daniel was one that the satraps might give an account to them so that the king would suffer no loss. Then this Daniel distinguished himself above the governors and satraps because an excellent spirit was in him and the king gave thought to setting him over the whole realm. So the governors and satraps sought to find some charge against Daniel concerning the kingdom but they could find no charge or fault because he was faithful nor was there any error or fault found in him. Then these men said, We shall not find any charge against this Daniel unless we find it against him concerning the law of his God. So these governors and satraps, they thronged before the king and said thus to him, King Darius, live forever. And all the governors of the kingdom, the administrators and satraps, the counsellors and advisors, have consulted together to establish a royal statute and to make a firm decree that whoever petitions any god or man for 30 days except you, O king, shall be cast into the den of lions. Now, O king, establish the decree and sign the writing so that it cannot be changed according to the law of the Medes and Persians, which does not alter. Therefore, King Darius signed the written decree. And there we have before us uh, the story of the plot against Daniel. King Darius, well he was a newly appointed monarch and he had put in place a management structure to oversee his Persian empire. The management, cons the management structure consisted of him as the chairman and managing director combined. He then had three directors and 120 managers. Managing the Persian Empire, it was a major operation. And Daniel had been given the position of one of the three directors, responsible in turn for 40 managers under him. And these people were responsible for taxation and basically keeping the peace amongst the population. King Darius was soon able to observe that Daniel was doing a great job. Darius was so impressed with Daniel that he thought about stepping back 
from this combined role of chairman and managing director and promoting da uh, Daniel to the position of managing director. And so Darius thought, well, Daniel's well capable, it would free up some time and I can focus on the things I can do and enjoy uh, better. But as you may be able to imagine, based on your own experience, based on what you read about uh, business and management structure and relationships between people, you can imagine not everyone was too happy about this idea of Daniel being promoted and in turn them being overlooked for this promotion. Or indeed, maybe they weren't too impressed by the idea of having Daniel as their boss. And so the rumours started, so the plotting started. The governors and the satraps, well, they met to plot the downfall of Daniel. And whenever you stop and think about it, isn't it sad when those that you work with will turn against you? Isn't it sad that when you work for a company, not everyone can see the sense of promoting the best and that there are those who are just intent on promoting themselves and they'll do whatever it takes to make that happen. The difficulty for the plotters in this situation was that they couldn't find any fault in Daniel or they couldn't find any fault in his work. He worked hard, he was bright and he did everything right and honestly. And to the credit of Daniel, we see that he was a first-class employee. Any business today would want to have a Daniel. Daniel, as we would say, had a good name. Others plotted to take away that good name and to defame his character. Now, the plotters, well, they couldn't go to Twitter to do that, to launch a, an attack on him. Or rather, they decided that they would attack his personal life and in particular his faith. They knew that Daniel had a devout faith that he worshipped a different God from them. Indeed, that he could be presented as being different and as being a threat to the king. As the leader of your business or your organisation, it's inevitable that you'll face some tough moral decisions. How you respond and how your followers react to your response is mostly determined by your particular leadership style. In this case the governors and the satraps, well they went uh, to King Darius and they asked that he would put a new law in place for 30 days commanding that everyone would pray to Darius or bring their request to Darius and to no one else. And King Darius, no doubt, just like any of us could be, was quite impressed by this and was quite filled with his self-importance. And he signed off on the request without much thought. He was, after all, the new boss and he wanted to be seen to doing things. When you get a new boss, it's important to quickly learn his or her particular leadership style. When you are the new boss, it's important that those that you work with, your team around you, understand your leadership style. It's also important that you know how each member of the team ticks and what their strengths and weaknesses are. 
what their leadership styles are, what they bring to the table, what they bring to the party when you meet to discuss. Maybe this was part of the problem for Daniel. Maybe he was one who set high standards. He was ethical and honest and perhaps Perhaps some of his colleagues were not aligned with the same high standards, ethics and honesty. They could see that when Daniel would be put in charge, he would do things differently. Maybe they could see that if Daniel was in charge, it would lead to conflict or else they would have to change their way of doing things. They would have to employ a different set of ethics, a different style of management. Maybe through their corruption, their laziness, they could see that they were going to be financially less or worse off. They wouldn't be able to accept the bribe or the brown envelope. Uh, they would have to be upright and, as we would say, squeaky clean. In many ways, some of them maybe thought that Daniel was actually going to cost them money if he was promoted to this new position. So they hatched this plot to defend themselves, to undermine Daniel and to protect their position and their standard of living. So the plan was made by the plotters and the trap was set for Daniel. What will happen? Well, join us next week at the same time in the same place and we'll see together what will happen and how we can put the Bible back into business. Thanks for listening. See you then. Bye.